listening to the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. It's the podcast in the Broadcast Basement. Broadcastbasement.com. Coming to you from the Windy City Slam Studios in the southwest suburbs of Chicago, this is Windy City Slam Podcast. Welcome on in, everybody. Mike Pankow here, editor and founder of WindyCitySlam.com and the host of Windy City Slam Podcast. And boy, do we have a show for you this week. We have a big-time special guest, a guy I've been waiting to talk to for a couple of years, finally bringing him in. Very excited for the very first time. He had a big hand in this past weekend's POW Entertainment 3rd of July celebration show in Bridgeview. He is the villain, Joey Roth. And we'll get to him in just a little bit. But first, let's talk a little bit about POW Entertainment's 3rd of July celebration and go into the match results. In the opening bout, Tiny won the Battle Royal, last eliminating Meat Hooks O'Bannon of the Irish Pub Army. Then we had a match I was very, very interested in, probably the match of the night for me in terms of the story of this match turning into a bigger match. It was Jimmy Blaze against ya boy Mason Perks. That match only went a few minutes before it was thrown out. Now, BMI, Jamie Race, and Mike Idol, along with Joey Roth and Roxy, came out to ringside to create a little bit of a ruckus. And then Eric Freedom got involved. That's Jimmy Blaze's Revolution tag team partner. And then Mickey Shannon, who was Jimmy Blaze's second for the match against Mason Perks, he also got in there, got some licks in. POW Commissioner Chris Hedford comes out, does the Teddy Long from SmackDown, makes the six-man tag team match. Holla holla playa, although Chris didn't use those words. So it ended up being ya boy Mason Perks, BMI with Joey and Roxy against the revolution of Jimmy Blaze and Eric Freedom and AWA wrestler Mickey Shannon. Now, Mickey is a great story. He's 63 years old. He hasn't wrestled in over 30 years. He's beaten cancer multiple times. He's lost 90 pounds over the last year just to kind of get in better shape and do this one event. And it was under the um, guidance of Jimmy Blaze. And Mickey really did a hell of a job getting into great shape for this match. And in fact, Mickey decided in the outcome, he ends up making ya boy tap out or pass out to kind of a a rear naked choke or coquina clutch type maneuver. And that got the win for Mickey Shannon and revolution who celebrated in the ring. Great, great family atmosphere. The, the people loved it. It was a terrific, terrific match. Great storytelling. And I'm sure Joey has some things to say about this match later on during his interview on Windy City Slam podcast. Moving on to other matches on the show. We have the POW Tag Team Champions, the Irish Pub Army, Meathooks O'Bannon and Kevin O'Reilly. They retained the titles by defeating the Bad Ombre Cartel. Now, BHC came very close on a couple of occasions of taking the titles away, but IPA hits a 
Double team maneuver at the end. Their finisher gets the three count. IPA retains. Joey Chichi defeats the Mass Marauder in a flag match. And after the match, Chichi raises the American flag in victory over Mass Marauder's Cuban flag. Unfortunately, Chichi's celebration was cut a little short. Bad Ombre Cartel jumped out, beat him up a little bit, but in grand fashion, Joey Chichi fought him all off eventually, chased him from the ring, held up the flag, even get a little bit of a tip of the cap to Mass Marauder on the outside of the ring. Pretty classy act by Joey Chichi, and the fans really love the 4th of July effort there. Then, Kazile defeats Matt Duwar with his feet on the ropes for leverage. Now, Kazile is an interesting character. Um, think like Raven or Jake the Snake Roberts or any of the other, other dark type of weird characters. Maybe a little bit of a zombie feel to him as well. He gets the victory by nefarious means. Matt Duwar is a kid who had a last, rough last couple of years or so with injuries and some bad luck, but he's been back for a few matches now. He looked really good. He's probably in the best shape of his life. Looked really good. Had a lot of friends there cheering him on. But unfortunately, Kazile pulls out the win. Then, Hardcore Craig and Tristan Hayes ended up in a double disqualification when they both decided to shove the referee down. Match was thrown out. This is kind of a bit of a friendly rivalry over the last few weeks. Uh, it looks like this will continue down the line as a friendly slash unfriendly rivalry, best friends, bitter enemies type deal. We'll see where it goes. And in the main event, POW champion Scott Spade, along with Tiny in his corner, defeats the lost soul Chris Cairo, making a little bit of a comeback by pinfall in the main event of the evening. Just as everything was getting dark and dusk, just in time for the fireworks. So, POW Entertainment, front two-hour show, great family atmosphere, Bridgeview Park District. And if you want to see a fun show from POW Entertainment, a lot of times they're up in Fox Lake, which is the far northwest suburbs. Or sometimes they're in Woodgale at T-Wood Lounge. And now they're starting to do shows there again as well. So they're going to be very busy the next few weeks. Let's check out POW Entertainment's Facebook page for more details. All right. This weekend, we have some very, very fun shows on tap. The best show of them all may be AAW Pro's United We Stand. And that's Friday night, July the 9th at 115 Bourbon Street in Marionette Park. And the bell time is 6.15. And that includes matches taped for AAW Alive, which is the company's Twitch stream. And the main matches for the pay-per-view event include AAW champion Mance Warner against Fred Yehi in a steel cage match. Then we have the AAW women's champion Chris Statlander against Allison Kay. The AAW Tag Team Championships will be on the line when Joasa and Dion Russman defend the titles against Ace Austin and Madman Fulton, a pair of former champions. AAW Heritage Champion Myron Reed faces former Heritage Champion Hakeem Zane. And then in a match that was literally just announced moments before I started recording this open, Jake Something against Josh Alexander. Now, this should be a banger. Physicality, technicality. I mean, you're going to have a little bit of everything in this match. It's going to be terrific. It might even be the show stealer, despite all these great championship matches on the show. 
Also, we have a women's I Quit match, Hyon against Sky Blue. And then One Called Manders takes on Robin Steele. So AAW, another strong show on paper. Check them out Friday night. Now, Sunday afternoon, July 11th, Freelance Wrestling presents The Academy Project during Sundays on State. And this is downtown Chicago on State Street. They're going to close off a section of State Street for a lot of different things, a kind of a festival atmosphere. And Freelance Wrestling is going to present some of their students for two shows. And they haven't necessarily announced talent yet, but I would assume you get guys like yours rudely, Trevor Outlaw, when Mayan Dynasty, Darius Luttrell, Coda Hernandez, Angel Escalera, the Bang Brothers, you name it. They have a lot of great talent from the Freelance Academy. So I would expect many, if not all of those guys, to be at that event on Sunday. Also, Sunday, July 11th, Gali Lucha Libre presents a show at Berwyn Eagles Club with a 6.15 bell time. Just some of the advertised names on that show include Mecha Wolf, Aramis, Erez, Gringo Loco, Bandalero, Cody Jones, and many, many more. And for events in and around Chicago, Southeast Wisconsin, Northwest Indiana, as well as WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling, check out WindyCitySlam.com and go to Calendar of Events. All right, the moment everybody's been waiting for. He's champing at the bit. Our special guest this week, fresh from POW Entertainment's 3rd of July celebration, the villain, Joey Roth. Stay tuned. All right, we're back here on Windy City Slam podcast, Mike Pankow. And now it's time for this week's guest. Very, very excited about this one. He played a huge part during Saturday night's Wild Pow Entertainment show in Bridgeview. And for the very first time on Windy City Slam, we welcome manager extraordinaire, color commentator, as well as wrestler, the villain, Joey Roth. How you doing tonight? I am. Oh, I forget the first just time you hear you me. Oh, can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, just lost you there. Uh, yeah, that's better. That could be that could be edited out, so we're fine. Yeah, well, see, 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 the first time, of course, the first time I show up in your show, now we're going to have technical difficulties. I guess that's because all the airwaves are passing out right now because they get to hear my beautiful voice. I guess that's true. Yeah, I mean, uh, you and Roxy uh, patrolling ringside during that huge six-man tag that started out yeah. just as a one-on-one -on -one match, and then BMI comes out. You guys are looking for revenge against Jimmy Blaze and Revolution. You're looking to make a mark against uh, Mickey Shannon, and you have Mason Perks as a partner as well. So it may not have turned out so well for you in the end with Mickey Shannon getting the Duke, but... The good thing for you was it wasn't one of your guys. It wasn't Mike. It wasn't Jamie. It was Perks going out via Mickey Shannon's uh, chokehold. Yeah, see, that's what I was going to say. See, this wasn't really a BMI match because we weren't even booked to be at the show because, uh, you know, we wanted to show up because we like fests and everything like that. And we we do have a bone to pick with those dinosaurs, uh, Eric Freedom and Jimmy Blaze. So we decided to go ahead and make our, make our presence known. And Mason needed some help. 
but yeah, like I said, he's the one who took the pinfall. He's the one who took the submission on this one. So BMI, we don't have a blemish on our on our name on on this show or anything like that. that that's uh, Mickey Perks, your boy Mickey Perks, uh, Mason Perks. He's the one. He's the one who's got the uh, the loss, the L against his name. But Mickey Shannon, I got to tell you what, for some guy who's sixty six year old, beat cancer fourteen times, was stung by sixteen bees, uh, took away, you know. He was there in uh, World War II, and he freed a whole bunch of people and everything like, like, like that. But his greatest his greatest accomplishment of all time was sharing the same entire ring with BMI, Roxy Hart, and the one and only Joey Ruffin. Yeah. I mean, it was a hell of a performance by him, yes. But Joey Roth, as usual, the shining star outside the ring. You got a but, little bit but, of – But, 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 but I got I to tell you, you know, it was Mickey Shannon, part of the AWA. Nobody saw how he really beat Mason Perks. He had that turkey from the turkey on the pole match. He had that in his tights, and he took that turkey and smacked Mason upside the head with it. That's how he got the victory. So you think he uh, used some underhanded tactics? I think he had Wally Carbo underneath the ring handing him a foreign object. Yeah, or, or, um, or Greg Gagne. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I swear I heard Mickey uh, wheezing and uh, huffing and puffing, screaming for Vern. Well, Vern's no longer with us, but yeah, it's, uh, you know. <laughs> so, well, I don't know. Um, don't, 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 you know, you know, Candyman, you say the name Vergania three times into a mirror, you turn around, he's going to behind you and uh, put you in a hammerlock. Kind of like Beetlejuice. Exactly. Don't say that bastard's name three times. We don't need him running around here. <laughs> so um, you guys obviously have a little bit of a plan, a little bit of revenge to, to try to get on um, Mr. Blaze and Eric Freedom and people like that. Uh, obviously, you managed BMI to a nice lengthy reign as POW Tag Team Champions. Then the Irish Pub Army up, upended Ugh. you guys, won the titles. And obviously, um, what's the end game for you guys at, as BMI? The end game for BMI is to go ahead and retire the POW Entertainment Tag Team Champions of all time, go ahead and put a nail in the coffin of the career of Jimmy Blaze, put a nail in the coffin of the of the, uh, the hippie Eric Freedom, and then we're going to go ahead and just right off of that some sunset, just being, you know, beaten, battered, and bruised bodies leaving all over the place. We're just going to go ahead and right off of that sunset being the greatest tag team, the greatest manager, the greatest valet, Roxy Hart, that's ever lived. But yeah, we, so have a lot of, we have a lot of things coming up. We have a lot of good things coming up. So what is up with your neck? I mean, you're still sporting that neck brace there. Oh, actually, you know, uh, through the uh, uh, positivity, positively erotism and Roxy heart juice, uh, my neck is now 100% fully functional. The 14th quadrant of the lower side has been exercised and it has been stretched out. So now I have full mobility and mobility in my neck. So now the neck brace is totally gone. And that's IPA. And that is a, a revolution's fault. The reason why I was in that neck brace. First of all, I get Malachi crunched between two big IPA members. And then I go ahead and have the geriatric butt heads going ahead, dropping elbows on me. Of course, I would have a bad neck, but the neck is better now. I thought you were going to milk that, kind of like Cowboy Bob Horton with the forearm cast. Well, you know, I mean, hey, I, I need to have complete mobility in my neck, watching all the people from every side trying to take advantage of BMI, Roxy Hart, and myself. Okay. Um, 17 years in this business as yes, a wrestler, sir. commentator, and manager. Um, you modeled yourself, obviously, after guys like Roddy Piper and Bobby the Brain yes. and such. Uh, anyone else come to mind in terms of, uh, okay, this is how Joey Roth evolved as a character, as a person, as a manager? 
Well, uh, first you take the foundation of the hat, Rod. Then you go ahead and you sprinkle some Andy Coffin, Gino Hernandez, Adrian Adonis, and Magnificent Morocco all over that. Maybe a little bit of uh, a pinch of Gorgeous George. So basically what you do is you just take a lot of that old school stuff. You got like Jesse Ventura sprinkled in there, Gino Monsoon sprinkled in there, a little bit of, uh, little bit of Mean Gene when I, when I sit there and talk. But definitely what I like to do is just go ahead and take a little hodgepodge of all those people that I just mentioned, wrap them up in a big ball, toss them out the window and go, you just get Joey Roth and that's who I am. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I first met you a few years ago. Uh, you yes. and Roxy were cosplaying at Wizard World and you had this damn awesome cosplay of Rowdy Roddy Piper from circa about 1992. Yes. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't go to the, uh, people could do the 85 version or they want to go ahead and do the uh, 2001 version, but I like to do a little sneaky of the, of the more rarities in there. Yeah, I got the uh, Intercontinental Champion version of Roddy, which was 1982. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. Spot on. Yes, definitely spot ah, thank on. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, me and Roxy, we, we, we like the whole entire Wizard World, and we're going to be there this October again. We have our tickets, and we're just looking forward to uh, getting back to normal and having the fun that we like to have at places like this. And, of course, seeing you there and, and uh, you know, Nico uh, wheeling around over there and everything. It's just yep. nice to go ahead and see all the people. John G., of course. I mean, mm -hmm. one of the greatest of all time right there. And uh, just go ahead and see everybody again and not worried about having uh, a chair flying by and smacking you in the head or something like that. But Indeed. Yeah, usually I just got to you know, watch out for pretzels flying because, you know, people do like to uh, take pot shots at me because they are jealous. Yeah, those soft pretzels they serve at the Rosemont Convention Center, you just never know how stale they might be. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. It's, it's, it's like it's like those uh, old LJ and King Kong Bundys flying around hitting you inside of the head. Those things were when you when you chuck that at somebody, it's it's like a 200 pound brick flying at your head. Yeah, we ain't kidding. Those LJN figures were, were hard as a rock. <laughs> exactly. I still have my I, I still have my Andre the Giants, the first one I ever got. I have Bobby the Brain Heenan and uh, Randy Savage, uh, both uh, <laughs> yep. secondhand, but very cool. Uh, yeah, I got those two. Yep. So you often yes, sport that title, uh, the Ileana Pro Wrestling Chicagoland <laughs> Championship. Now, <laughs> yes, sir. is IPW ever coming back? Well, 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 first off, first off, that would be a question for, for the promoters of IP, when IPW is going to come back and when IPW is going to come back. I'm going to go ahead and keep on defending that Chicagoland Championship title that I've been champion for well over 915 days. Uh, which is, you know, not a bad run. You know, Bruno San Martino still has a, a little bit ahead of me, but, you know, CM Punk is right now looking in my window going, how the hell do I get a title run that long? Don't lose in two and a half minutes. That's how you're going to get a title run this long. So, um, but yeah, I am the Chicagoland champion for so many days. It's hard to count. I wish I had more toes to do it on. But yeah, well, IPW, we're going to come back. We're going to come back stronger and bigger than ever. Uh, Things are in motion. This whole entire shutdown thing definitely put a kibosh on our plans. Mm -hmm. And you've also worked in the past with GPW, and that's kind of yes. no longer around. And then uh, Rocket Pro Wrestling fun. as well. Yeah, Rocket Pro Wrestling. Get ready for back for Rocket Pro. I believe we are on schedule for November, the first Saturday in November for Rocket Pro to be back live in front of all the fans in Joliet, uh, all the action. So we could go ahead and get Rocket Pro back on back on the map uh, because Rocket Pro, we were you know, shooting for the stars and we were definitely all the way up there on that rocket to success. But then all this stuff hit and it just definitely. Uh, would have uh, put the wick out so the the rocket could have gone more kind of couldn't get much higher so mm -hmm. 
it's uh it's a little it's, it's stable now but rocket pro is going to be back in action very very soon and i'm really looking forward to that now have you been wrestling when rocket was still running shows pre-pandemic were you wrestling there were you managing there what was your role there I was doing both. I am I am the leader of the world famous fabulous idols because why we are world famous and we're fabulous and we're everybody's idols. So I go ahead and I'm I'm with Johnny Nye. I'm 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 with Rico Flash Paisley and uh, Rico Flash Flash Paisley is their inter county champion. Johnny Nye and myself we want to be the tag team champions of Rocket Pro. But yeah, I Rocket Pro. I defend my Chicagoland title there. I manage there. I serve beer there. I play tiddlywinks there. I do pretty much everything except for uh, sweeping up the place. We have other people to do that. <laughs> yeah, St. Joe's uh, Park there. Uh, very uh, cool venue for professional wrestling. I, I saw um, Pro Blossing Blitz run shows there. Uh, kind of some history there as well. So very cool. And really good fans too. I mean, the fans go out there. They're very boisterous and boisterous, and they're you know they love to scream at the uh, the good guys and boo the bad guys, and just go ahead and throw themselves at my feet because they just all wish they could be as uh, fabulous as me. Have you worked for any other uh, local companies in the past 15, 17 years? Oh, I did start out with IUWA that was based out of Hammond, Indiana, uh, run by Chi-Town T. So I did that for a number of years. It's now Project Revolution Wrestling. So I've, I've done some stuff with them. I did some stuff way down in LaSalle at uh, Wicked Wrestling Alliance. Okay. Um, that's, that's not, though that has not been around for, for a while. I was at Extreme Wrestling Federation, EWF, with the Hurricane Maples in uh, Indiana, I did SWA in Wisconsin. Uh, I did a little bit of here and there things with the Windy City, but nothing that could ever be. It was more like in the, in the training area. I did a couple of mm-hmm. weeks over there because IUWA was going to have a, uh, a collaboration with uh, Sam and everything like that. So I was, I was almost there. But then all that stuff with them happened. Uh, so I was also a part of Anarchy Pro Wrestling where I managed Max Holiday to numerous uh, Anarchy Pro uh, Championship Reigns is part of the Hollywood Icons. Uh, let's see, there's just I'd have to run down, run, <laughs> run down the list. And there's a lot of ones and twos in there as well. I mean, I work mm-hmm. for Galley. We did a pay per view in Mexico. We've all over the place, babe. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's it's been an interesting 17 years. You know, as soon as you you think you're done with one, you got like five more that want you. Whatever happened to Trog the Caveman? Trog the caveman right now, he is uh he is licking his wounds. But let me tell you something about Trog the Caveman. He may not be visually in front of your face, but like I told you how I have to keep my head on a swivel. At least I know as my head is spinning around, I see Trog and at one of my one of my viewpoints, he's always there waiting and he's just waiting for the opportune time to come back and take that bone of his and split some skulls. Right now, he's just he's just hanging back. It's kind of hibernation time for him. He, he likes to kind of hibernate in the summertime because, you know, wearing that big, heavy, heavy garb he does makes him sweat a little bit. It makes him a little bit cranky. And we do not need a hot, sweaty, cranky caveman in the ring right about now. Absolutely not. No. Uh, or maybe, or maybe, or maybe we, or maybe we do. Maybe Jimmy Blaze and Eric Freedom. Maybe they need a hot, sweaty, stinky caveman uh, barreling down their back right now to see what, what's going on. You know. You think the uh, BMI could use a little bit of help, maybe from Trog, if he's ready to come back. <laughs> when you're when you're a bruiser and you're breathtaking like Mike Idol and Jamie Race, you really don't need any help because they are just so talented. They are tag team specialists, 
Uh, they are tag team extremists. They are tag team any kind of ists you want to talk about. Uh, do they need tribe? They don't need tribe. But uh, you know, BMI and tribe would make a hell of a six man tag team, don't you think? Managed by Joy uh, Joy Roth and Roxy Hart. Absolutely. Yeah, I like and that. A little, I like and that. a little beef to the uh, to the team. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So don't, don't worry about Trog. Uh, people keep on asking for him. And then I keep on telling them, you know what, you're going to get your wish. And uh, then I'm going to blame you because you're the one who unleashed Trog to the world again. Yeah. Uh, back to IPW for just a second. Uh, just before yes, everything kind of shut down, you and Chaz Moretti, people ah, kind of yes. know more as managers, but you guys both got in a ring, fought for this title, had a match, but I thought the coolest thing about all of that was was the lead up, the hype. You guys did some great online promos on on Facebook and whatever other social media you guys use, and I, I was very compelled by that. And uh, how important do you think for an independent wrestler, or independent manager, what independent wrestling personality is right. it to kind of do stuff like that? Get out there, sell the match. Uh, Tristan Hayes and Hardcore Craig even did a little bit of that. <laughs> Exactly. Well, you know what? It is the number one thing because each and every one of us, like I'm talking to you right now, I have a portable TV studio in my hand. It's called a phone. I have a video camera. I have a regular camera. I have microphones and whatnot and this little teeny box that's sitting in the palm of my hand. And all you have to do is turn it on and point the camera to yourself and cut a promo. A lot of professional workers these days, they want the promotion to do everything for them. Say, hey, wait a second. I'm on this show. I don't need to promote. That's the promote job. Oh, hell no, it's not the promoter's job. It is your job to go ahead and promote yourself, yourself. And it's your job to go ahead and get people into the building. It is your job to get people to come see you. And that's what my, that's what myself, that's what Chaz does. That's what Craig does. We all know that's what Tristan does. They have this little studio in their hand and we take advantage of it. We use it. And I do not understand why we don't have a bunch of people cutting promos. I mean, that's why the reason why I have a lot of people who hate me and Chaz because of the lead up we did have to the match. I mean, we're sitting there cutting promos on each other. We're sitting there doing all these anything we can to draw people in. And I'm going to tell you what, all the people who came to see that match, and I know there's my haters out there who go, oh, you and Chaz suck. You're not real wrestlers, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? Chaz and I, we're the ones who drew every single person into that building. I don't care if it was 30 or 50 or whatever. You name me one person who wouldn't mind having a worker bring in 50 people to go see a show. Okay, I go to a show. I bring in 50 people. They're going to like that because you know what? That's 50 people they made money on. So yep. let all those haters go ahead and uh, swallow all that and spit it against the wall because I really don't care. That's the whole entire thing. Promotion is the number one thing. That's why I have the T-shirts. That's why I have the buttons, the lighters, the condoms, whatever you can. That's why I go ahead and <laughs> you're going to – you know, like, let's face it, right? I, I, you know, I may not be the greatest wrestler in the world, but darn it, I have the best stuff you could buy. <laughs> so you actually have Joy Roth condoms. <laughs> I do have Joy Roth condoms. They're avail available for five bucks a piece. You can get them for me at the show. I make no guarantees if they're going to work or not. They're strictly novelty. That's what my lawyer, Chris Heft, tells me I have to say. Strictly novelty because, you know, in nine months, if I have a, little, a whole bunch of Joy Roths running around, I don't want them to come and blame me. But, yeah, I do have that. And I think everybody else is, you know, Jimmy Hart once said something to me. Jimmy Hart said, if you ever, if you invest in your gimmick, your gimmick is going to invest in you. So I invest my money, I invest my time, I invest my promos, I invest whatever I'm doing to get what I want. And everybody else needs to do it too. You can't depend on the promoter to do it all for you. Yeah. 
I think that's a great take. It's awesome. I think guys like we need more guys like you in this business. Uh, there's guys here. Well, I, 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 don't, for, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if people. Are, I, don't, I don't know if people want a whole bunch of me running around. But no, I mean, but you, 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 you know what I mean. Understand what I mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. It's you know, it doesn't. And some people are like, "Oh, you're cutting a promo in your car. Who cares? At least you're cutting a promo in your car. If you're cutting a promo in your kitchen, who cares? You're getting yourself out there. I mean, obviously, put some thought behind it. Don't don't do a promo and you have a, a bunch of towels. Uh, on the bed behind you, look in your look in your background and make sure you don't have anything that could discriminate you or incriminate you or whatever. You know, you want to make sure everything looks clean. It's you know, it's it isn't as simple as just whipping out the camera and saying something. You got to put a little bit of thought in, into it as well and be creative. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, um, you also have acting experience too. You've had gigs in uh, any TV stuff. I do. I uh, the I've I've done a commercials for Allstate Insurance. I've done commercials for Keller Graduate School. I've done this one depression medication commercial. I I, I don't know what the name of it was, uh, but yeah. So th- that's pretty fun. Uh, I did Trading Spaces, <laughs> that TV show where you you trade spaces with people. I've done that. I've done a lot of independent films. I've been on stage. For the past, you know, I've been acting. I've been acting for as long as I've been wrestling. You know, I've been theater in uh, Chicago. I've done Second City. I've done independent uh, theater in Elmhurst, Yorkville, Arlington Heights, Geneva. I mean, I've done all over the place around here. Yeah, we just had a guest on this show not too long ago, Axel Rico, who is into yes. Uh, that type of stuff as well. So uh, have you run into him on the scene at all? Oh, uh, yes, I have run into Axel. He was at the uh, very first Chicagoland Championship Wrestling uh, show we did. And I know he does a lot of stuff with Steve Aaron, my uh, my uh, commentating co-host. And But yeah, he's a good dude. Uh, I haven't seen a lot of him in the ring because mostly when he has a show, I'm doing a show somewhere else. But we're going to get on that same, same page. But yeah, Axel's really good. He's got, I like his attitude. He's got a really good attitude. Yeah, didn't Axel do one of the CCW shows for John Bullard? Well, he, like I said, he was in the he was in the first one. He did yeah. he did perform in the first one, but then he didn't he wasn't on the, he wasn't booked on the second one because I believe right. he had a prior commitment. But yeah, he did. That's right, he did uh, do a show on the first episode, and he, he was he's amazing. Alex is amazing. I'm glad you brought up uh, Steve Arendt, and then uh, I brought up Chicagoland Championship Wrestling <laughs> yes. because that's another job that you have. Your color commentator with Steve Arendt on that show. Uh, what's it like uh, working with Steve? <laughs> Oh, you're kidding me. It's a pain in the butt. I got to keep on reminding him to shut up about the Chicago connection. I got to keep on reminding him to take his pills. I got to keep on reminding him not to keep on drooling over me because I'm so cute and he's not. <laughs> Actually, no, Steve is great. Uh, I, I mean, I've known Steve for, for a few years now, and this is the first time we really got to work with each other. Uh, before this, we never really shared a locker room. We've always been you know, doing different shows. But Steve is a class act. He definitely is one of the if not the best commentator other than me uh, in the whole entire wrestling genre. And I'm not just talking independent stuff. I'm talking about uh, the stuff you watch on television and everything. Steve is just a great dude. Now, uh, one of my last questions here, any weird locker room stories in any of the venues you've had to work at over the years? Wow. Weird locker room stories. I could tell you, well, I mean, I could tell you a pathetic locker room story without snow. I mean, now snow just got released from uh, WWE and he was just a wonderful guy. I've worked with Al a couple, a few times and he's, we were just uh, cutting up in the, in the dressing room and everything. And we're talking and this uh, one rookie guy's like, uh, how come you're not in uh, WWE anymore? And Al looks at him and goes, cause I got fired genius. What do you think I'm sitting here in front of 50 people on a winter night in Hammond, Indiana with 12 feet of snow outside. 
so that was that was pretty funny. But you know, Wicked and Wild, you just get a lot of people just you know doing anything they can before their matches, cutting up with each other. Uh, you know, having impromptu battle royals in the shower. Uh, maybe that's one I shouldn't be talking about because well, we're all wearing shorts. We're all wearing shorts, and that's all good. <laughs> L's a cool guy. I've got to meet him, meet him a couple of times. Uh, yeah, L, 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 L was great. But yeah, L, L, yeah, he's a, he's a really, really nice man. He's a really good dude. Absolutely. And before we let you go, and this has been a fun, fun interview, first of all, I just want to say I've enjoyed <laughs> well, see, this see, time with you. We well, see, now you got to have me on uh, again so you could uh, understand what the hell I was talking about this time. Because, you know, I, I do tend to ramble and rock and roll a little bit too much. And, you know, when, once I get talking, I don't like to stop. But well, name me a wrestler who doesn't like to stop when they start talking. What's Absolutely. that old Gino Monsoon thing? You ask a wrestler how to do a wrist lock. He tells you how to build a wristwatch. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's what we do. That's what we do. But but I definitely appreciate you having me on your show, and I definitely want to do it again so we could do a little bit more long, long, long form stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. I got a lot, I got a lot to say, but so go ahead and promote your social media and any upcoming shows you're going to be at. Well, my social media is the uh, main event villain on Facebook. Yes. I know other people use the name villain, but I'm the one I got personal permission from the from the estate of Roddy Piper. He used to call himself the villain before he passed away. That was something that he did. I have permission to use that name. So I'm going to go ahead and keep on using that name. So cool. uh, if you want to look at the main event villain on Facebook, I do not do Twitter because I got banned from that. Uh, I am also on Instagram at Joy Roth 630. But my next show is July 17th at the Psycho Billy Nightmare Freak Show in Rockford. <laughs> Pow Entertainment is going to have a wrestling ring in the middle of a freak show. And you know when you're in Rockford and you say the word freak show, you have no idea who's the residents from Rockford or who are the performers of the freak show. So that's going to be July 17th at Live Ran Park, L-Y-R-A-N Park. Uh, show starts at 6, doors open at noon. Get there, see some psycho hillbillies, some nightmare freak show people, BMI, uh, see some dinosaurs and Eric Freedom and uh, and uh, Jimmy Blaze and see some wonderful power entertainment talent. And hopefully we see Mike over there. And if Mike, if you're going to show up, I don't know if you're going to be a psycho billy or a freak show nightmare. <laughs> yeah, that's the type of show you need Trog the Caveman for. Exactly. And you know what? Uh, I understand Trog does have a cave in uh, sunny, lovable Rockford. So maybe maybe he might emerge from that cave and just 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 maybe. You just never know what's going to happen. I could just put that big old, big old T in the sky and Trog will come out of the ground and uh, help me out with whatever BMI we need to do in Roxy Heights. All right. Anything else you want to uh, say about upcoming shows? I don't know. I don't, I don't even know what the hell I said this last half hour. <laughs> no, my, I, be- I got that in August 21st. You know, we have Chicago Land Championship Wrestling mm-hmm. with Saturday Night Grapple Masters, the third television taping. I mean, we're going to have uh, – <laughs> let's listen to this match real quick. I'm just going to say Garrison Creed versus Vic Capri. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have Marche all day. You're going to have Chris Logan, our champion. You're going to have Paragon, who I think is one of the greatest up and coming guys you could ever pot- keep an eye on. Paragon, man. He's, he's amazing. Sin City Playboys with my rock star, Johnny and I. It's, yeah, we have a lot of good stuff coming up, man. Just go on my social media on Facebook, Joey Roth. I'm right there, and you're going to see all the great stuff to come. Amazing stuff, Joey. Thank you so very, very much for coming on today. 
Ah, you're so welcome, Mike. I really do appreciate it. And I want to say thank you very much for your friendship uh, over the years and whatnot. Like I said, we do run into each other from time to time. And I do hope after this, we run into each other much more. We could go grab ourselves Great. a milkshake, uh, grab ourselves a milkshake, talk about anything else. We don't even have to talk about wrestling. We could talk about, you know, whatever we want to talk about. But you're one of the good ones. And we appreciate everything that you do. Listen to this. Joey Roth giving praise to somebody that isn't Joey Roth or Roxy Hart or Loki the Jerk Cat. <laughs> thank you You're so awesome. much without people like you and john g and everybody else uh us us guys who perform and do this stuff would be nothing and we really appreciate everything and anything you do all right <laughs> ah yes all right had so much fun there with joey roth cool cat dastardly heel a little bit of everything today just an awesome awesome performer great wrestling manager you can catch him at companies like pow entertainment chicagoland championship wrestling and hopefully down the line ipw and rocket pro wrestling as well all right next week we have a ton of events around the corner warrior wrestling stadium series continues we'll talk about that we have WWE Money in the Bank coming up. We also have Impact Wrestling Slammiversary around the corner. So it's going to be an action-packed show next week, and hopefully a guest as well. This is it for Windy City Slam Podcast. Have a good week, everybody. So long.